Thanks for listening to the GFBC Student Ministry Podcast. Our goal through these podcasts is that you would grow your faith, build relationships, and mature as a believer in Christ. Now, here's the conversation. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm here with Caleb Wade and Madison Terry, and today we're going to be talking about college. So take it away, guys. Yeah, I'm excited to be in studio today, and it's looking good the way you guys have it all set up. Uh, and uh, I, I'm excited today, one, to be with Madison, one of the uh, you know best college pastors we have in our state, and luckily he's at our church, and so we're we're looking forward to having conversations with him. So uh, Madison, what's up, man? Caleb, what's happening? I'm so glad to be here today. Uh, man, I'm excited. Excited to talk about some college ministry. Yeah, well, uh, let's go ahead and jump into a couple of questions. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people, this, the audience that might be watching this uh, or listening to this is going to be probably that 10th, 11th, 12th grade, maybe even freshman in college. And so uh, maybe even some people that are younger, maybe freshmen that want to get a jump on some things. And so, uh, man, just I, I know I get a lot of questions as a student pastor, but man, as a college pastor, <laughs> what are some questions you probably get asked often and maybe some of those responses to some of those questions? Absolutely. So one of the things that I, that I talk a lot to people about after they graduate high school is they really start thinking about a lot of big life decisions. So that's going to include relationships, uh, you know, trying to find somebody, uh, getting into a serious relationship, um, you know, major, choosing a major, choosing what to do with your life. That's always a big one. Uh, for some people, it's where to go to school. You know, do I stay local? Do I go away? Some people have to try to decide, hey, do I take some time and just work uh, and then go to school or, or, or do I go to school immediately? And so there's a lot. And I think it all kind of boils into decisions. And really kind of, okay, where is God leading me? Uh, what's God's will for my life? And that really kind of leads to, a, to an opportunity to, to talk about that, about God's will and, and really where He's leading. Yeah, so I, I know this. I always refer to sometimes freshmen in college, it's almost like your freshman year in middle school. Like you're trying to figure out where your friend, who your exactly. friends are, where to go, what to do, who to hang out with. You just have less acne, you know, usually. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but, sometimes. okay, <laughs> some people, yeah, sometimes. Uh, okay, what would you say if someone's coming and says, hey, man, wh- where's God calling me? And they're asking you that, hey, where's God calling me? And they're wanting you to give an answer to that. I, f- I feel like that's a, a big question people ask all the time. It is a big question, and I think it's a good question to ask because if somebody's asking that question, it does show that they are sensitive to the Holy Spirit in their life and what God's doing. Uh, but I think that we have to get a few things clear because I think we would all agree we want to know the details of our life. And that's really what what people want to know when they're saying, hey, where's God calling me? Is They want to know, hey, w- w- what am I supposed to major in? Who am I supposed to date? And so what I try to do is help people back away from that a little bit and look a little bit bigger in the picture. And so what I like people to understand is that God's will is really the same for every believer. Now, what's different is his plan for us is going to be different. There's going to be some people that that they feel called to be a nurse, but what they're called to do as a Christian, and that's what I mean when I say God's will, is going to be the same for that person as it is for somebody who's going to be a teacher. And so when we look at God's word, there are some clear things that God has called every Christian to do. And that's what I mean when I say God's will. Uh, uh, we see this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, chapter uh, chapter 5 as well, where, there are, where God's word says, hey, it, this is God's will to do this. And so I think as Christians, we need to first say, okay, what is it that as a Christian, 
I'm called to do. And so one of the things that, that we talk about a lot is, is making disciples. Hey, we're all called to make disciples. We're called to uh, give thanks, as 1 Corinthians 5 says, uh, 1, Corinthians, or, uh, 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians 4 says uh, it's God's will that we be sanctified, that we live a holy lifestyle. And so I tell people, I, I tell people that if they will go hard after the things that they know God has called them to do, such as uh, living a holy life that's honoring and pleasing to God and, and, and making disciples. They may not know exactly what the details of their life are going to look like, but I promise you that if you will do what God's Word says, those details will become more clear in time. Okay, so you, you did talk about, man, God, God's will and what God wants you to, I mean, across the board, it looks the same. And so if you look at a, a, a college campus— as a, as a college pastor and say, man, here's some things I would love to see changed about a college campus. Because there's going to be some people that are hearing this, they've never been to a college campus. And there's going to be some, this is their second year on a college campus. So what would you say, maybe if you talk maybe through maybe a mission field of, of what that looked like? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, th- here's what's interesting. So the North American Mission Board, they've recognized that there are 32 cities in the U.S., or in really North America, um, that I, I can't remember how many years in time, but the majority uh, of the North American population is going to gravitate to those cities. So they've said, hey, we need to give a lot of attention to those cities. What, what I've also heard is that there's a 33rd quote unquote city and it's the college campus because there are so many people that not only are in college, but it's so diverse So when you look at college campuses, obviously each campus is going to be a little bit different. But from a a general standpoint, the college campus is, in my opinion, one of the greatest mission fields that college students have have an opportunity to be a part of uh, in the U.S. And so they're very lost. They're very diverse. And again, I'm speaking in general terms. Uh, let's talk about UAB. UAB just down the road, uh, over 100 countries are represented on campus. And that is a, a lot of people don't realize that. So when you step foot onto that campus, you have access to more countries uh, than most churches can ever touch, just in regards to sending uh, groups to a trip uh, or supporting missionaries. And so there's a huge opportunity to be used by God on the college campus, but I think we have to have our eyes open to that. Okay, so let me ask you a question about kind of what you just talked about, because I know with me, I have a, a lot of students that come up to me starting probably the beginning of their senior year, and either they, one of three things. One, they're saying, hey, I am uh, going to get into the workforce, and I'm going I'm to go to work, and it, this is kind of what I'm doing post-graduation. And then you have another group that says, hey, I'm going to Alabama, I'm going to be in a sorority, or I'm going to be in a fraternity, and they're kind of going to some uh, a school. And then you have another group of people that are saying, hey, I kind of want to take a year off and go do missions opportunities. And I know the North American Mission Board, they have this thing where they'll, they'll drop you off in, in New York, and you're a part of a missions crew for six months. And some people are attracted to that. And so can you kind of speak into maybe a little bit of people saying, hey, I want to take a year off before I jump back into school again. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I've, I've known people that have, that have gone and done like a gap year, kind of like what you're, what you're saying to, to be involved in missions from a, from a large scale like that. And I think that that can be beneficial and is the right move for certain people. But I would also love for people to consider that when they step foot on the college campus, um, it, whether that's a, a junior college or if it's a, a large university, that that campus can and should be a mission field. And so somebody may not know exactly what, um, what, what life is going to look like for them and what they want to study, but they could go and knock out some general classes uh, and, and really uh, reach out to the campus, getting involved in a college ministry, getting involved in a group that, that sees the campus as a mission field. And so I don't think that that we should necessarily look at somebody taking a gap year and saying, hey, that's better than going onto a campus and, and viewing it as a, as, a, as a mission field. I think it's probably a case by case, but I do. I, I really want people to think about entering into college as a missionary um, because it's such a, a crucial moment in life, not only for them, but it's a moment that, that they'll never get back that I believe God really wants to use them. So, uh, okay, if you're going to go into a campus and, and be that missionary, be someone that, that carries that banner for Jesus, you don't just all of a sudden just walk in and just start doing it. Um, like, there's things that you learn along the way. There's wisdom. There's people that you, accountability you get. And so, like, if you're a, if you're a junior, if somebody, if there's a junior in high school and they're listening to this right now, like, what is one thing you say? Hey, if you're a junior in high school, start doing this. You know, if you're a senior in high school, start start doing this. You know. Yeah, no, that's a good question. And I really believe that if you're not doing the things I'm about to say in high school, you're probably not going to do them in college. Um, now, hopefully hopefully you're growing and maturing, but I think what you're saying is great because you need to start thinking about them. So let's use like a real practical example. And this is what I will tell some of our college students that go to uh, some, of the, some of the area colleges and universities. And that is when you walk into class, be intentional where you sit. And what I mean by that is look around the room and really prayerfully say, God, where is it that you want me to sit? Is there somebody that I could sit by and build a relationship with? So I think that applies to a middle school student, a high school student, and a college student. Uh, in college, there are a lot of international students, so uh, it's easy to find out who some of those students are by just sitting by them in class. In high school, uh, when you walk into a class, Yes, everybody's going to gravitate to sit by their closest friends. But as believers, we're really called to look uh, at those around us and to, and to see, okay, God, is there somebody that I can love and minister to? So I think just by being intentional where you sit with the hopes of building a relationship with that person, I think that's a great step. Okay, so most students that graduate from high school, the next step of their life, no matter what it is, they're just the next step, they kind of see that as like, I'm starting over. Or I, this is a fresh slate for me. I'm gonna get you know get going, uh, meeting new people, or going to a new city, or a new job, and or he, this is gonna be my career. And so they kind of see graduation, the next phase of their life is kind of like a fresh slate. And so if you're gonna, and I know this is kind of like off script a little bit, and we haven't talked about this, but if you're gonna, if you're going to give somebody um, a uh, some advice for the next moment of their life. It's the first moment. You know, it's the first thing of saying, hey, it's a new, fresh start. Where do they go? 
what do they do? It's the fresh start. Where do, where do you start that at? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I would I would really strongly encourage people to, to the first thing is to make sure that they're plugged into a local church. So let's use some some examples. If somebody is about to have that fresh start and they're going away to college, maybe they don't know anybody there. Um, they need to make sure that they're getting connected to a local church where they can be poured into and, and grow spiritually and pour into others. And, and the hope is, is that that's where they're going to find their deepest and most meaningful community. I would say the same thing for the person that graduates, and, and maybe, they're, maybe they're seeing all their friends go away, and so they don't know what to do. Well, hopefully they've been connected to a local church, and my encouragement to them is to just go deeper and to stay connected because there are going to be people um, that they can connect with that maybe they never even considered a friend, but God is going to strike up a relationship. But I think that there has to be godly Christian community in their life, whatever stage they're in or, or whatever their life looks like, whether they're going straight to college or straight into the workforce, because we all know that the transition out of high school and beyond, that it's going to be very challenging without people in your life. And so what happens is sometimes, you know, and people don't intend to do this, but but they, they want to find people and unfortunately they find the wrong groups. And it's those groups that, that pull them in the wrong direction, you know, and, and that's not to say that every fraternity or every sorority is going to pull somebody in the wrong direction because there's some great ones out there. But I have seen where somebody has joined a particular club or organization and, and they've found community, but it wasn't Christian community. And so in the end, it hurt that person. And that person was not able to use the gifts that God equipped them because they got caught up in the typical American college life. Yeah, uh, I know um, when it comes to college as a mission field, and it's it's important, or just you and your workforce, it's 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 important. Um, I, I would say this: I, we've had many conversations about um, our journeys through college and through, man, I, I was called in the ministry when I was in college, like the best small group I've ever been a part of in my life. It was in college, you know, and, and just those relationships you get, because I feel like the decisions you make in college, they, they change the next 10 years of your life, you know, whether you're active in a church or you're not active in a church. And, and so I want to, I want to kind of maybe close out with a little bit of this. One is if you're going to instantly impact your college campus, or just anywhere, it, it, whether you're in a workforce or college, if you're just the next phase of your life, if you want to instantly make an impact in it, one, how do you do that? And then on top of that, maybe even just some closing comments if you just want to say, hey, here's one thing that if I could leave you with this, maybe maybe this is what I would love for you to take away. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so I think that the college campus um, in many ways is is the world on a small scale. Because when we look at our world, it's full of diversity. Um, it, there's it's, there's a, a lot of different countries, and many colleges, not all, but 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 many colleges, universities. That's what it is. There, there's a lot of diversity on the campus, not just you know people from different countries, different races, but you also have different views. And so it can be very overwhelming to hear the statement, "Okay, like I got to reach my college campus." Uh, that that's a big bold statement, and I believe. Uh, if we want to, uh, if we want to see the college campus change, I believe it. We've got to just start with one person, and, and I think that you have to step foot onto the college campus prayerfully, 
and saying, okay, God, who's one person that I can connect with, that I can build a relationship with? Uh, you know, most college campuses have rec centers. You know, a lot of guys and girls love to work out. It may be as simply as going to the rec center, working out, seeing other people working out, and you start building relationships and, and you start building friendships. And uh, especially with the good looking ones. <laughs> and uh, hey, you know, uh, and that's, you know, there, there are a lot of people that are, that, are, that are looking for relationships and they're looking for those kind of things. And here's the thing. If they're, if they're doing it alone, it's going to be very hard. And, and that's why it goes back to a community of believers that you're doing it with, uh, looking, to, uh, looking to win the campus one person at a time. And so uh, that's what I would say is start with one. Who's the one person you can pray for? Who's one person in your class that you can, you know, grab coffee with, work out with, uh, invite to church with, um, all while being connected to a local church? Um, Because a lot of times what happens is people go to college and they get caught up in the busyness and, and, you know, a few months go by and they've not stepped foot in their local church. And so whether they realize it or not, their, their, their walk with the Lord starts to uh, to be hindered a little bit, and they're not being used um, to, to their fullest. Okay, let me hit on what you just said about the one person, uh, because I do feel like that's a great impact as one person. But you and I both talked about this before, of how many people step into your life over the next two years after you graduate high school. Just the amount of people that come across your life, that come across your world, that come across classes or jobs, the amount of people that you learn and know and come into contact with after you graduate is an incredible amount of people. And so one thing I would tell students that are graduating um, is to not forget about the people for the last four or five, six years that have poured into them to go back and say, hey, here's where you affected my life and here's what you di- you've done in my life. Here's some things you said I will not forget. And that's always encouraging to the leader, but it also helps you take on the next two years as you meet these new people, what played a big part of your life, you can also play a big part of somebody else's life. And so maybe in closing a little bit, Madison, maybe uh, one, maybe even talking to that and then maybe uh, close us out. Yeah, no, that's, and that's a great statement. And I, and I think another thing to add to it is those people that have been pouring into this person, uh, they provide accountability. And that's really what people need when they transition out of high school, because there are a lot of freedoms that they step into, and um, and it can be very challenging. And, and so, uh, to encourage you know past leaders, mentors, people that have uh, you know spoken into their life, uh, I think that brings great encouragement to them. But also, like there's some accountability that's built in there. And really, the last thing that I would say to a uh, to, to somebody that's in high school and they're thinking about going to college, um, my encouragement is to prayerfully consider where God wants them. Uh, I think a lot of times people will make a decision on where to go, go to college without praying and saying, "Okay, God, where is it that you want me?" Um, and, and so I, I think that if students will begin to pray, God. You've called me to be a missionary wherever I'm at, and I'm about to go to college. So where should my mission field be? Should it be a local junior college? Should it be a local university? Uh, Should it be a college that's a little bit farther away um, where you know, hey, this is going to be a challenge because it's not a Christian university. Uh, Maybe it's in a city that's that's not very, uh, you know, let's say it's in the New England area and there's just not many churches. It's going to be a challenge, but prayerfully consider, okay, God, where do you want me? And so I just want to challenge students 
importance that they begin thinking about that now uh, instead of when they are about to graduate high school. Um, so to start, start it soon. So, Caleb, I appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, it's been good, man. And uh, you guys uh, continue chasing the dream. Uh, it's uh, uh, been a lot of fun. And, man, looking forward to uh, and maybe our next conversation.